Welcome to the Living Your Best Life podcast. In this episode, we are going to look at the Lord's Prayer. I had attended a Bible study about three years ago based on the book by Lori Short called When Changing Nothing Changes Everything. In this book, Lori teaches us how the way you see can have an impact on how you live. Basically, that reframing your perspective can transform your life. One thing that really stood out to me in this book was the way Lori brought up the Lord's Prayer. She mentioned how when she would say it as a kid in church, it sounded like one big long run-on sentence, and when she wrote it out in the book, she wrote it like one big word with no spaces. This really resonated with me because I could totally relate. I had said this prayer myself hundreds of times as a child and into my adulthood, but never really understood what it meant. It was never explained, or at least not that I remember anyway. You just had to memorize it and recite it every Sunday, and that was it. In Matthew 6, 9 through 13, Jesus declared that this prayer is how we should pray. So I think it's important to pray it, but to also understand what it is that this prayer is saying. So let's break down and unpack this prayer verse by verse. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. This isn't saying that God is up in heaven drawing or painting pictures. The word art in this verse basically just means lives, and this big word hallowed is another word for holy. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. The kingdom of heaven is said to be a beautiful place where there is no more tears or suffering. We want the beauty of heaven here on earth, and we can do our part by living our lives as God intended. He wants us to love one another and to live in peace with each other. We should want what God wants because God's ways are higher than our ways and his thoughts are higher than our thoughts. He knows all things which are way beyond our understanding, and that's because we can't see the whole picture. We can only see what's happening right now. Give us today our daily bread. In this verse, we are asking God to provide just what we need each day. We do not need to worry about being without. He will sustain us and take care of us. We don't need to ask for the needs of tomorrow. We only need to ask for what is required today. We are not asking for additional comforts that we have become accustomed to. We are asking only for the necessities, food, water, shelter. And forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Here we are asking God to forgive us of our sin, but only as much as we are willing to forgive those who sin against us. We are sinful people. It's in our human nature. But God forgives us because his only son, Jesus, sinless in all ways, took on the sin of the world to save us. We are called to forgive others, not so much for them, but for ourselves and because of the grace that God has given us. We ought to give that grace back to others. Now, I know that this is a very challenging concept to wrap our minds around and to carry out, but it is a fundamental part of the Bible, so we will dive deeper into this topic in another episode. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Temptation is all around us. It's at almost every corner of our lives, but we are given the power through Christ to resist. The enemy has come to steal, kill, and destroy. Temptation in most cases leads to sin in our lives, which essentially leads to spiritual death. The Bible tells us we will be tempted, but in 1 Corinthians verse 10, it says that God will not let us be tempted beyond what we can bear. And when we are tempted, God will always provide us a way out, but it's up to us to accept it. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Now, this section is only in some Bible translations, but it was part of the prayer that I said as a child, and I'm sure some of you have said it too. This is an important part because here we are declaring that the kingdom is God's and that he has all the power and all the glory, and not just today or tomorrow, but for forever. There is no end to God's goodness or his love for us, and this should make our hearts sing with joy. 
So, based on all that we unpacked today, you could say the Lord's Prayer like this. Our Father, who lives in heaven, holy be your name. Peace and love on earth, just as it is in heaven. Give me the necessities I need to make it through today. Please forgive me for all the mistakes I've made and the ways I hurt you today, and I will forgive those who have hurt me too. Help me to discern what is right from what is wrong. Give me the strength to overcome the temptations that are put in my path so that I don't let sin enter into my life and give the enemy a foothold. All power and glory to you, Lord, forever and ever. Amen. I hope this has helped you to better understand this powerful prayer and that from here on out, you will no longer say it as a meaningless chant as so many of us did as children. I pray that you will find a new appreciation for this prayer and that you will pray it boldly every day. Here's to living your best life. See you next time. I hope you enjoy this song. It's called The Goodness of God by Bethel Music. Good
Sentar